Richo, it brings me no joy to say this, but the start of the show is in a cloud of controversy again. Last week, of course, the kombucha debacle. saga, debacle, yep. we found out that you have no care for the office at Sportsbet, you have no care for the colleagues here at Sportsbet because you just dump rubbish anywhere. Come in here, you get your invoice, That's right. and you just think, Oh, well, yeah. I've kicked 800 goals, most yeah. of it at the MCG. So I did that. I'm I'd... a little bit higher than everybody around here. That's basically what you come so in. So I've, I've Everybody's apo- offended. Can I, po- I've, can yeah, I apologise and the, and they, again? They've gone so, off you around the office as well because you were, you you were a, nice a hero guy. after right. you scolded a poor lady on your well, first day. Well, has got a timeline now. Poor old Flick. Yeah. Massive Richmond supporter. Richo she left the business coffee all over you, it. You, you okay, so <laughs> can I just uh, – I apologise once again for leaving the kombucha can out, um, Remedy Kombucha. Um, oh. I did do that, right? I left the kombucha can out. I've apologised. It wasn't good enough. I should have found mm. a bin and put it in. Nathan, you pointed it out to me, which uh, I was surprised about that you had such a high sort of stance yeah. on this. Yes. So, Harmer, can you imagine how oh. shocked I was <laughs> two days later when I received uh, this footage that I'll have a look at now? So there's old mate Nathan eating some cereal, which is fine. You know, he's, he's doing his work. He's a busy man. He's ferocious. Very, and he's a <laughs> ferocious, ferocious eater. I love look at him. All right, you'll be able to look right. at this on our Sportsbet social media so, platform uh, here. So it Nathan's is, just in between doing some uh, some integrations oh there for Sportsbet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have a look at how he eats. He's Do a we pig. really need to slow mo? Oh, my oh. God. Oh, oh no. <laughs> So, all right, make sure you fire up the Sportsbet social. We've got, we'll make sure we get so that video So that's uh, all good, right? Yep. Nathan's had some cereal. This is taken after Nathan has left the studio, was on the train home to Williamstown. No. You have left your cereal bowl in the studio for someone uh, else to clean up. I reckon up. I've been set up here. I reckon somebody's taken – that is a tight <laughs> shot. It is I'd a tight shot. I'd imagine I'm actually <laughs> in that shot somewhere, and I feel like this is a big setup. So can I ask you Why a direct... is that such a tight shot? Can Why ask... couldn't we get a wide shot of it? Can I ask you a direct question? <laughs> yes. Did you leave your cereal bowl in the studio? No, I did not, oh, Matthew. Oh, wow. Well, well there, there you go. There you go. Maybe That's... I got up for five minutes and went to the toilet, came back, you... but... I yeah. can did you, you did. did you leave your cereal bowl? Not to my knowledge, Matthew. Okay, no. well, I'll, I'm going to have to investigate this yep. further then. Hummer. I don't know you can't be honest further. about it. You can't be honest about it. I'll have to go back to the source and we'll revisit this next oh, week. Oh, the source. Is it uh, Ollie Jones, is it? Are you going to trust the man from Manchester? The producer in my ear right now just, is telling me. Remember, Ollie Jones oh. is a producer. Shut up, Ollie. Ollie Jones is a producer who said that he was the fastest man in England in under 16s. Now, I'm not sure whether I can believe that and then go. I'll with ask his story. you one more time. Did you leave your cereal bowl in the studio? I may have. But then oh, there maybe you go, later, there you go, I took hum. it into the kitchen. Oh, that is a disgrace. There the After next you day. potted me. So anyway, Hum, off the back of that last week when I left my kombucha can in the studio, I got home later that afternoon yep. when our socials went up and our podcasts went up, and I received a little direct message oh. from Remedy Kombucha. Okay. No. The, makers, the makers of this fine uh, ginger lemon kombucha, they were very thankful for the plug. And they are now sending me out a couple of cases of. Are you butcher. kidding? Yeah. So nice. they're sponsoring me. So very, they're wow. very. Are you going to nice. share any the love? I don't yeah. know about. I don't know about individual sponsorship I love the on the show. That you do multiple ads now. You did the Timothy one, yeah. uh, and also the kombucha one. Now the rich get richer, hey? They do. So thanks for bringing that up. I'm not sure point. we should have individual sponsors. We're a team here. I'll bring some in. Nathan doesn't like kombucha. I want Taylor May to the table. All right. I'll get you some. Hey, um, how about this? Um, 
Ben Cousins was back in the action. We saw him playing for local footy. I know it's not in the rundown there, but Ben well, Cousins is, is in back. the rundown. It's is down it? a fair way. Oh, I have skipped. Uh-huh. Oh, there skipped you go. All right, let's, hey, let, well, <laughs> let's go back to that. Hey, Luke Darcy, you've got a good yeah. story about a road trip. Yeah, it was good. Um, we went on the road, hum. We went over to Port Adelaide on the weekend to do the Western Bulldogs game. It's the first game I've been to interstate since 2019, so it was good to get back on the road again. And the Saturday night team, Hamish McLaughlin and the great Duke, Luke Darcy, your colleague at Triple M and former teammate, Nathan. So we get to the hotel, lads, at the Intercontinental, and we check in, and uh, Darcy gets up to his room, and he told me this later. I'm good on him for volunteering this, but uh, Darcy gets into his room, and he needs to go to the toilet desperately, right? He's been busting on the plane and, and the car ride from the uh, airport to the Intercontinental in uh, Adelaide. And he gets up to his room and he goes to the door to go into the toilet. It won't open. It's locked. He's shaking the door. Can't get in. So he's trying for about five minutes to open this door. Can't open it. So he rings down to the concierge and gets them to send up a repairman to open yep. the door into the toilet. So the doorbell goes, Luke's on the mobile phone at this stage talking to our producer about Saturday night footy. The repairman comes in, the Duke points to the door while he's on the phone and says, that's it there, and then keeps talking. So he's on the phone, he's looking at the repairman. The repairman's sort of just standing there dumbfounded with his, you know, his little toolbox. <laughs> and Luke's looking at him going, that's the door there, mate. You know what Duke's like, pretty direct. Very angry. Yeah, very, very direct. He's on the phone, the repairman's sort of looking at him, sort of, arms out. Duke's going, that door there. That's the door there. So anyway. So at this point, Duke hasn't bothered to get off his phone. The guy's no, up there to help still on him his phone talking to the producer. Elitist like. Yeah. yeah. So after a five-minute phone call, the repairman is just standing there dumbfounded next to the door. And Duke goes, mate, that's the door there. What's the problem? I need to go to the toilet. And the repairman goes, uh, that's the adjoining door to the next room. <laughs> He goes, the toilet door is that one just there, which is two metres away. <laughs> How stupid did the Duke feel? That's funny. He would have been rude to him yeah, as well. He was oh. very rude. Very a, rude. Um, Jack Darling put on a monster display. What about that? Five goals in a quarter. <laughs> Who now, else has done that, huh? I have done it. Obviously not at, at, at your level. but When have you done it, huh? When have you I done it? I used to play forward back when I was a junior. Um Brownie You've did. done it at the elite of elite levels, the top level, uh, so much so that, I mean, I, we don't need to retell the story because you've told it time and time again. <laughs> I've been at a 1,000 sporties with you when you've told the story. You did do it though, Nate, didn't you? I did. It was a great day on Jimmy. Uh, five goals and a quarter. Jack Darling, is he having a year yeah. at the moment? At, uh, he kicked four and a quarter earlier on in the season, so he he's their number one forward now. He is. He only kicked five for the day. That's disappointing, isn't yeah. it? Because it was in the second quarter. You can fill quarter. your boots, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you kick five in the second quarter. You probably think you're going to kick ten for yeah. the game. I kicked you, mine when we were three goals down at three-quarter time. So you did it in the last quarter. I, I played did. in that game. I, I, I don't like pumping you up, but it was a, a pretty good performance. Was there anything that day that you were disappointed about? There's one thing I was disappointed about, Matt, and I'm glad you bring that up. <laughs> because there was, a, there was a photo taken, right, and it was a good photo. So I, I'm charging back towards goal. I've yeah. beaten... Jimmy Clement again, and then I've uh, I've got Chad Rintoul, which I'm pushing off like yeah. a, a don't argue because the ball's rolling towards the goal, yeah. and I've got Nick Maxwell. So there's three of them charging behind me, but the photo was from the other side of the ground, looking back to where the MCG, the stand, was being rebuilt in right. 2005. So this would have been the greatest photo of all time. <laughs> <laughs> the grandstand's not in the background. It's just a, a work site. The old so northern stand. It was just disappointing, Matthew. I thought the, the greatest photo that – So you're that narcissistic. Yep. That, oh, my yep. God. That, the stand being down is really That was the only disappointing part of the day. <laughs> oh, 
That is. You should have seen the swagger on him after the game. Oh, where'd you go out that night? Oh, everywhere. Probably the motel, I would suggest. Hey, uh, you know that I'm a very accomplished local footballer. I've been playing yeah. for 30 years now. But to, um, This is your like your farewell lap this year? Yeah, this is my yeah. last year. You found out you played in the fourth. So. COVID, no, again, Brandy, yes, I play in Division 3, but I still play in the seniors. So it's okay. not the fourth. So I'm still playing in, in the top side that out my club has. I yeah. play in there. I'm going to play some Vision because we played a team, an old foe, Westbourne. Now, just have a look at the bloke that I had to play on here. Again, if you are watching, uh, if you are listening, you'll be able to see this on our channels. Jeez, he's Look huge. at the size of that bloke. <laughs> How big was he? Look, and look at me. I'm a he's big guy. Six, six at, at least. So what are you, Hum? You normally look pretty big. So I, he was 209 centimetres, 165 kilos. He was 165 absolute kilos? Absolute. Did you try any aggression with him at all? Nope. Or did you say, I, nah. Straight away, I, I went down the talking route because like, normally, <laughs> you know, in modern day footy, the full four, you, they, they press up. He yeah, didn't yeah. have the tank to press up. So he spent a lot of time. He's your traditional bear in the yeah, square. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we had a lot of time just when the ball was up the other end. We were smoking these guys. So. But I did towel him up. Did, did he kick a goal? T- abs- no, didn't kick a goal. He had a kick. I was named, I think, second best on <laughs> for the day. But it made me think. Now, of course, you I didn't think you're pretty good, don't you? I remember the days you used to come in here and say, yeah. I would love to have played on you in the AFL. I would well, have beaten you. He's actually told you that he would beat you, which I, I played with, Nathan. You wouldn't beat him. No, I don't think I would because so of is the there speed. any players in the AFL that you think, if you went out there today, yep. you would be able to comfortably cover them? Good question. There's Give five. Give us five. There's yeah. five. I mean, You've got five. There's five players who I think, if I played on in a game, I would pr- – now, again, I – There'd be some some stuff that I'm not used to at AFL level, which would yeah. make it tough. But one on one, these are five What's blokes. Stuff in on AFL level, probably rolling up and back. Uh, all those game and plan and stuff, and you know that that stuff. I I think I would. So, that, with. so what you're saying is, if, if you were caught one out in the goal square, these are the five guys you yep. could beat. Right, Give Oscar McDonald. Oh come on. Oscar he came McDonald. on in round one as a super sub and was unbelievable. Yeah, but he's he's he's. I think he's he's not he doesn't use his body well. Right. He's not overly fast. Now, speed is where I would struggle, okay? But right. I'm saying if I'm not – if you take speed out of the equation, these are some players I've So you're right, Oscar McDonald. Uh, Mitch Lewis from Hawthorne. Mate. He's 21 years of age. He's playing in the hardest position on the ground. Yeah, Mitch but he's Lewis. not I, – I could just body – he doesn't – he just so – he's, he's, he's a big green. boy. You were going to get body him. Brownie, yep. so he's picked a young kid that he would beat. That, uh, fair enough. Well, a young kid who plays AFL. Uh, Mason Cox. Gives us <laughs> – oh. Mason Cox destroyed the best back line we've seen in the last yeah, they, they allowed, they allowed in the him. They allowed him to run up the footy. I wouldn't so allow that. You, I'd stick my ass what out. Would you but do you, you lack pace. Mason Cox is quicker than you. So would nah, you just body similar, him under the ball? Would you yeah, just body, body him? him. Right. But he's taller than the, the big foot you played on on the weekend. And he can actually yeah, play I'd a destroy bit. And the one thing he does when he marks it, he doesn't miss. Yeah. Yeah, right. that's right. But I wouldn't let him. I wouldn't let him. He kicked I wouldn't let him. I'd just body him out of the ball. You body him under. Okay. Uh, Matthew Tabner. Oh come on. <laughs> he can't. He, Matthew so Tabner two... took the most contested marks inside forward fifty in twenty twenty. And Nathan, you know that, don't you? Did he? Nathan, there's two players in the AFL this year that have kicked multiple goals in every game. Matty Tabner is one of them. Matty Tabner and Aaron Norton. So you'd beat Matty Tabner, would you? I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, I'll 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 get rid of Tabata and I'm going to put Kyle Hardigan. I know we're both he doesn't defenders. play forward though. Yeah, I know, but just say he had to swing forward for a little bit. I'd I'd destroy him. Hey, so off the back of this, the the guy that you played and what was his name? Did you 
Give us his name. Uh, Bigfoot. Bigfoot, did you call No, him? let's not say anything disparaging against him because I've got to play him twice more. <laughs> <laughs> not this saying year. anything disparaging. So just off the back of that, we know we're looking for... You should have heard what Hummer said about you off camera. He did give you nope. a spray. <laughs> I, I want to find the the biggest sort the of Bigfoot. suburban full Bear Ford the out there. Yeah. Right? So if you know any suburban full Fords out there, I want you to send them through. So last night I was just thinking of old school full Fords and I thought back to the VFA days and I, I looked up the old VFA Full Fords, the Halcyon days. I just love the names of them. This, yep. this yep. Reno Preto from Oakley. What a gun. Oh. Joey Radojevic from Geelong <laughs> West. Remember Big Spider Shaw from Preston? Yep. Frosty Miller, obviously. Frosty. And the one and only fabulous Fred Cook. So we want to find <laughs> the, the big, best the suburban Fords. Send him into our Instagram. I've been, we've been getting some great submissions for the, around the grounds today's yeah. gemstone. So if you know a big Ford might be playing country footy And they've got to have a good country. Big full Fords have got nicknames At Benigo Pioneers with a guy called Christian Shevlin. Went to school with uh, Christian Shevlin. Great fella. Um, he, he came play down, AFL? He came down and trained with Melbourne. That's right. Came down and trained with Melbourne. He did the 100 hundreds. Like skinny, tall. He would have been 194, 195. Yeah. Didn't make it. Didn't get picked up on the list. Went back and I think he played at either Bridgewater or Newbridge back in the Loddon Valley League and got out to about 125, 130, but used to yeah. be a big bear in the square. Talented as all hell. Uh, they're the sort of guys we're looking for. Yeah, so yeah. if you've yeah. got, you got a picture of Chevy or Chevy, you send one in. He was a big boy. What, what are I the 100-hundreds? I love the nicknames. Hey? What are 100-100s? So you do on a 100-metre stride. On, I mean, so you've got to get them all in under 20 seconds and then you go again on, on a, a minute, minute and you've got to do 100 of them. Oh, they my said, that was, God. Yeah, that was, it was standard. The full I, forwards wouldn't be real good at that. Yeah. What about some? I played with two full forwards in Tassie when I was younger. Well, then they're Nick. No, I just love their down nicknames. There, Brownie. Big Bill Williams, right? <laughs> yeah. He's a full forward, and the other one was Diamond Dick Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we touched well, on Richard Chevlin. Uh, his nickname was the Big Chevrolet. There you go. That's what we want. Ben Cousins is back. Now, just can someone explain this to me? How can a man who is, and it's great to see that he's seeming, seemingly on the road it's to great. recovery, how can he have a rig like that? You know why? Because not, he was one of the great trainers you'll ever see. Would he still be training? Yeah, he, he always trained, Cuz, yeah. It's What's, just good to see him back. He's got one of those healthy. naturally fit bodies as well. Yeah. But, okay, you retired at a similar time. How do you compare your rig to... Given no. that you were just having, we were having a discussion off camera that perhaps some man boobs. Nathan is worried he's getting some little man boobs, isn't he? <laughs> no, I'm not Matthew. Just, uh, I, I read it was a side effect of finasteride, which. which and then you spent 20 yeah, minutes cupping your bosom. Um, it's good to see him looking healthy, though, isn't yeah. it? Let's be serious. Good to see him playing. Yeah. I, and on the lot, while we're talking about local footy around the grounds for the Ace of Gemstone, now a big thank you to everyone that sent in the. Results from the weekend. Yeah. We had some some great fun. So please keep them sending one in. Someone did try to pull the wool over my my eyes. They sent me a result between Hope Valley versus Smithfield. Yeah, I saw that. Where a bloke kicked D Mitchell kicked thirty two goals. So I saw this on Twitter, Hummer. He kicked thirty two goals, right? Yep. And what happened? He's not named. Well, his name's second best on. How can you not be best on ground <laughs> if you kick thirty two goals? That is stiff, isn't it? What has L Anderson done? He He's obviously had 60 touches. More. Anderson must have been in the middle and he must have just put it down Mitchell's Yeah, side. must have had 80. To, to, to knock a bloke off who's kicked 32, 32, you need to have had 80 plus. 
That's so the coach has to give the best too. So they, they, you got to ask the coach. What are yeah. you thinking there, mate? So that was the first one. Now, that's maybe just... Mitchell has got a bad attitude and he's the talented one and maybe he didn't follow the rules. Do you reckon the day. coach is just trying to make a point? <laughs> trying to make a point. Admittedly, that one was from a couple of years ago, but this one was from the weekend. Sheffield versus Rosebury Turak. Now have a look at this. 69-29, 443 to Rosebury Turak, 0, zero, zero. Now, interesting. Inter- I can't even say it. 11 goals was the highest amount of kicked. 21 of 22 players kicked a goal. That's, that is extraordinary, isn't it? You'd expect someone to kick We want to find out from Sheffield who didn't kick a goal. Yeah. I want to know what man didn't kick a goal on that team. Imagine it. <coughs> so we've got an, an 11, a 10, a 9, 5, 5, 4, 4. That's, that is 69 goals in a game. They've of nearly got three players with double figures. Yeah. That's pretty good. And Tyrone Vickery, who did you play yeah. with him? I did yep. uh, play with Tyrone, and he's a fourteen he's a good goals man. playing at Coleraine on the weekend, the Southwest District Football League. So That's, you know where Coleraine is. Uh, is that Warrnambool way? Coleraine is up near Caston and up near Mount Gambier. Oh, they've got the my jumps, dad's from jump Caston. races there. Yeah, yeah. They had the jump last weekend. The jump and that's. Johnny, who used Johnny Vickery used to be our boxing coach down at Richmond, so that's oh, Tyrone's dad. Man, yeah. Uh, now, just before we move on to get into the show proper, I I was having a conversation with someone in the office. In fact, it was you, Brownie. You were saying that all fast food restaurants are the same. A McDonald's, a Big Mac at McDonald's in Hamilton is the same as a Big Mac McDonald's in Ballarat. Yep, pretty much. Why do you say that? Because they taste the same, Matt. Well, they they're made it- with the same recipe. No, but that's the way they cook too. And Correct. Yeah. Now I, I have think a lot got of a pretty standard way they cook them. Right. But I don't think they've got different grills and different. I think but they, they could have been. They've got the- a manual where they cook them exactly the same. Different staff members. Yeah, they have exactly. different policies. Some yep. change the oil. Some and don't. A lot of them are in the microwave too. So right. Yeah. All right. Well, so now I have a it's, lot of fast food. It's not food. gourmet. They're not. It's not. Uh, it's you not know the best takeaway before you do your top five. I'm the best takeaway hamburgers I've ever had at In and Out Burger Brownie in America, yep. right? Yep. You know why they're so good? Because it's privately owned, family owned still. Man, we actually emailed them once, didn't we? We wanted to bring it out to Australia. We did. We, we thought we were entrepreneurial. Anyway, we didn't get it. Well. <laughs> they didn't respond. But, uh, <laughs> so you know why In and Out Burger is so good? Because when you when they build a new um, outlet. Yep. The distribution centre has to be within a certain, you know, oh, radius kilometres. So, the, so it's always fresh, yeah. So I'm going to – now I do eat a lot of – I'm on the road a lot and I eat a lot of fast food, so much so that I now have cholesterol issues. <laughs> but I'm going to give you my top five. And you've got a stain on your T-shirt again. Oh, no, it's from the drink bottle, London Business School I went to. Um, okay, five, the, the number five. I'll, so what I'll are these, five the, best? One. The, the best fast food restaurants in Victoria in terms of the quality of the food that they produce? Do they serve five? there? No. <laughs> Lilydale McDonald's. Now, Lilydale McDonald's is on the Maroondah Highway. You drive up if you're going up to Eildon. <laughs> it is just magnificent. I think it has something to do with the mountain air. Now, it's sort of built What's in. the fresh air blows in. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but they've got a little reserve next, so t- next to it. Tell me what makes their food better. Well, I had a Big Mac there the other day. I was driving up to um, to Taggarty just to, have to do some driving for the day, and uh, I stopped in there and had one, and it was the freshest Big Mac that I've ever had. So Lily, Lilydale McDonald's, right? Lily McDonald's. Sometimes you can get a squash Big Mac, yeah. but invariably they do Lilydale McDonald's. I'm writing these down. And, because, and I, I reckon it's because they have this nice reserve next to it and the country air, the mountain air flows into it. Um, now, if you're going anywhere out east, Roville, you must stop at Roville Red Rooster. Now, <laughs> Red Rooster in, in the outer east, is the, it's their holy grail. It, it, you know, Red Rooster doesn't survive anywhere else but the outer east. Why? I just think, Bill, this is the reason why. is because they put so much 
pride what's into their the, red roosters out there. What's their best? The, the chips are normally good. The there, chip, right? red rooster chips at Roville are perfect. The amount of salt, whoever salts their chips there, <laughs> is just just knows the exact right amount. And have the, you ever met anyone like? And Hummer, the ripper really? is just oh, magnificent. Really so if you're going out east, red rooster Roville. Yeah. Surrey Hills red rooster as well it has got them for their manager who I know personally is just a, he's a stickler for you know their hygiene well I grew up <laughs> on that like street sounds like a cash for comments deal yeah, this exactly. one I grew up on that street that, Surrey Hill Maccas yep, right Surrey Hills Maccas now you get a roast chicken from there they just do I think they've got a massive um, sort of oven that keeps the chickens warmer and I think because of the size it's much bigger than the other ones it just keeps them keeps fresh the I don't know Benella McDonald's is your number one McDonald's in where? Benella Vanilla McDonald's. Now, here is why. I'll tell you why. On the way up, if you're going up the Hume or you're going up anywhere in the northeast of the state, you go through a number of McDonald's on the on the Hume. Now, that, though, they're horrible because they've got so many cars coming in and out the whole time. What, the fumes? They're rushed. What, the fumes? Yeah, correct. In. And the staff, the high turnover of staff, the food from there is no so good. So the staff don't so care. So what happens is everyone gets all the McDonald's before they get to Benella, meaning Benella McDonald's is a little bit quieter. Right. Now, again, it's off the beaten path there. It's got, you've got the Golden River flowing through. So you resist all the way up the yep. hill. Right. And I make sure, even I don't care how hungry I am, I will go to Vanilla <laughs> McDonald's because you were just getting a fresher burger there. And finally, the number one fast food restaurant in the state, QKFC, <laughs> for one reason and one reason only. They change their oil weekly. Right. So, I, see, I get that. Yeah, that, they change that their oil sense. weekly. Now, in Q, you can drive anywhere in so Q. So how often do they normally change it? So that's like a pub, a, a good public can close yeah. the lines out, yep. the beer lines out. They yeah. they pride themselves on having the best chicken, so much so that anywhere in Q, you can smell So Q weekly KFC. they change it all, right? <laughs> yep. What are, the, what are the what Did are the you other? hear that last comment just no. before you go on? Anywhere in Q, you can smell the KFC. <laughs> because of how good the oil is. So how often are they changing oil at other venues? I don't know. How long is a piece of string, Brownie? Some might. See, some when you might put this on the rundown, I was sitting there going, what, what, what is this idiot on about? How is it any different? Uh, the, and I stand corrected. Exactly. I yes. stand corrected. There's some good and reasonings in a there. Special I like mention. the vanilla one. I like mm. the fact that you've gone through at least four McDonald's on the way up yep. and you've stopped at the vanilla and one. the QKFC changed QKFC. their order. QKFC. And, yeah. and a special How do you mention, know they changed their order, uh, oil weekly? I asked them. I mean, I've been going there for 15 years, but I did ask them a few years ago as to why. Uh, and a special mention, if you're in the market for a Kit Kat Chunky, there is a Woolworths petrol station on Riversdale Road in Camberwell. They give you the best Kit Why? Kat Chunky. Why well, would that it's, taste It's a really different? cold service station, right? And so I think that has to help it. I drive past <laughs> two petrol stations to get to, <clears throat> to this Woolworths petrol station for a cold Kit Kat Chunky. How often do you have one? Uh, Hence why well, you have cholesterol issues. <laughs> Three a week. <laughs> All right, Richard, what's doing your head in? And it's doing my... Oh, look, this is a little bit serious, and I don't want to get political on our podcast. Oh, yeah. but oh here we go. Dan Andrews. Well, it's, we've had COVID now for, what, well over a year. Oh, We're heading up into 18 oh, months Matthew sort of Biden territory, aren't we? Uh, the contact tracing, right? It's been questioned here in yep. Victoria for a long time. Now, I didn't have anything to really compare it against because obviously we haven't been travelling. But as I said earlier in the show, we went to Adelaide on the weekend. Okay, so the day before we had to email the South Australian um, government and get our get our permit to come into South Australia. So they emailed you back. Um, you had to answer all the questions. You were accepted or you weren't. Yep. Okay, so I was accepted. I was then emailed back and given a number that I then had to present when I got to Adelaide Airport. You get off the plane, you're funneled into an area so you can't leave until you go through a checkpoint. Yep. You line up, 
you've got your email there. If you haven't got your email date, you have to go aside and fill out a form, but most people had it already um, and had it on their phone. You then are directed to, they had about a dozen people in front of computers. You went and had an individual one-on-one with that person. You showed them your code. They asked you a few more questions. They then okayed you and gave you a pass and let you out into the actual Ooh, airport. Comprehensive. Right? Yep, comprehensive. You then gave your pass to another gentleman. Then you were allowed out, okay? Yep. So you had to go through How that process. How long did that take? Probably took 15 minutes. That's from, all right. From the moment you got You're off the plane. You're happy to pay 15 minutes to stay COVID-free. Yep. yep, so very efficient and, you know, the protocols were followed. Next day, coming back into Victoria, oh, no. as we're getting off the plane, there's an announcement that you had to fill in a form. So... Immediately, everyone's like, oh, we didn't know this. Why, why weren't we told this before we travelled? So you get out. As you walk out of the plane, the plane's full, 120, yeah, 180. if you're on a 737. Yeah, right. So 30 the rows of six. plane's full. Everyone walks out, and I feel sorry for these people that are working for the government here. There's probably about 10 or 15 of them with clipboards trying to stop oh, people as they come off. Trying people, to herd them. Yeah. But, but there was and no process. People just walked off. <laughs> People just walked off. I, I, I filled in the form and, and talked to a lady, but by the time I finished, there was no How one How many left. people got through the net? Well, I, I, it's hard for me to say, but it just oh, showed me the difference. have an estimation. How many people from the 130 on the plane so, got through the net? So if there were about 15 people trying to stop you and there's over 100 people on the plane, I reckon a lot got through. Right. Oh. So that is doing my head in. How, how is it is it not just one system? Exactly. Why? Why is there not one system? Federal government, you reckon, yeah. has to do it. It's just, uh, just showed the hey, incompetence. Richo, yeah. you've been, for a couple of weeks now, you've been trying to put this in the rundown. We haven't done it yet, but today yeah. we've, we've decided, because you, you like shining a light on some players that perhaps aren't getting the attention they deserve. You've, you've come with a list of five well, underrated players. Well, I, I was over in Adelaide, as I just said again, but uh, Tom Liberatore, mate. Mm. He is underrated, isn't he? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think he's a vital cog in their premiership tilt. So he's leading the competition for clearances and contested possessions. So I thought I'd have a – and Jared Lyons is the other one. I just think he's criminally underrated. They're listed by the Gold Coast exactly. Suns. they got nothing for him. So I thought oh. I'd go – these are my top five underrated players that in I played or? against. Oh, okay. Yeah, that I played against. So number one, I reckon Spider Everett was underrated as a player, right? We go on now about Ruckman kicking a goal a game. Spider, uh, Spider kicked one and a half goals a game, played 297 games, was All-Australian three times, won the goal kicking at St Kilda. And uh, I, I just think when you talk about the great Ruckman in the game, does anyone ever mention Spider Everett? No. They no. Don't. Okay. No. Our old teammate, Darren Gasper. Gassy. Now, you, you tell me, Hum, as an opposition, did you rate Darren Gasper? Uh, yes, you very did. much so. I he, liked his hair as well. He had very good <laughs> hair. Yeah, wasn't it? You know <laughs> what? His, terrible handshake. You know what his nickname is? Oh, the old shocking handshake. The old, like dead yeah, fish. Yeah, like, like the little... Oh, but, he, oh, that. Oh. but he did it deliberately. <laughs> his nickname was Gordon Shumway. Remember Alf? Gordon Shumway yeah, yeah, yeah. from Melmac? Because he's a weird unit. But he was All-Australian in 2000 and 2001. Richmond played in a prelim. I don't reckon he got beaten in those two years. So he's number two. Number three... Uh, is Sav Rocker, 748 goals. And I was having a look at this last night. If you look at the top 20 goal kickers of all time, Brownie, there's two people in that top 20 that aren't in the Australian Football Hall of Fame. Buddy Franklin, because he's still playing, obviously he's not eligible, and Sav Rocker. Why isn't he in the Hall of Fame? 
Yeah. I reckon. I reckon he's very. Someone, someone tweeted. There was a, a stat on Twitter last night about. I did it last night. Oh, was that you that did that? I could because when I was doing this, I couldn't yeah. believe he wasn't in the Hall of Fame. So Sav Rocker, I reckon Warren Treadray here in Victoria doesn't get the recognition for how good he was. Four-time All-Australian, and I reckon you'll agree with this one, Nate. Max Hudson was the most underrated yeah, defender. I completely I played agree on. with that. He beat you a few times. He, he did. He did. I work regularly with Ross Lyon, who reckons Max Hudson was an unbelievable player. Yeah. First yeah. picked. So they're the top five, huh? Some awards next. Hey. Mm, Peter Everett. Yeah. yeah. You don't rate him. Uh, well, I mean, a, 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 he was. I think he was our last good ruckman that the Hawthorns had. But do you reckon he's rated in the? No, I think you're right. Big Ben McAvoy is a pretty good ruckman. He is. He's not a great tap ruckman. But he, he played in premierships. Yeah, well, I know, but, you know, so did... Um, Bloody good ruckman, Ben McAvoy. I wouldn't say he's... a he's, better ruckman than Peter Everett. Do you reckon? No, no absolutely yep. not. See, that's... Absolutely that, not. You've proved my point. Yeah. 297 absolutely. I think we forget how good big boy McAvoy was when Hawthorne... I'm not saying ben boy, big boy McAvoy is not a good player. No. But he's not as good as Peter Everett. Oh, I, yeah, no one near. Hey, all right, let's have a look at the best from last week. Uh, we've got the Bont, who is just starting to really put some a good body of work together. Christian Petraka at seven. The Sydney Swans at six. Darcy Parrish at five. Cameron at five. Tex Walker at four. And Toby Green at four. How brave was he for the worst? I hope we get away from just giving it to clubs because it's it's concerning at the moment. Collingwood, 10. St Kilda, 8. Geelong, 6. North Melbourne, 6. West Coast, 5. Fremantle, 5. And Gary Rowan and Gwyneth Paltrow is in there at 3. <laughs> Why is Gwyneth in there again? Because oh, she, she had, had to eat bread. Yeah, right. she had to eat pasta and bread because <laughs> she went through a bad phase through COVID. Oh, that's extraordinary. All right, the best, please, Richo. Okay, best. I gave one to Dustin Martin. Richmond had five of their best six midfielders out on the weekend. Presti, Lambert, Cochin, Bolton and Edwards. They needed Dusty to play well and he came out and had 28 and kicked four. Mm. So he got the one vote. Two to Jared Lyons, who I just talked about. 37 disposals, nine clearances. I can't believe the Suns let him go for nothing. And the other one I just talked about, Tom Liberatore. He was extraordinary on Saturday night and... Uh, He's a roughie. Is he in your brown line? Who got the three votes, Bont and Pally or Liberatore? Well, the umpires may have given it to Bont. But, Kicked two goals. But yeah. who started it all with his inside work? Yep. Liber. Might have got the two or the one. Yeah. I think Bont got the three. Certainly did on my Brownlow tracker. Yeah. And another player who got a vote in my Brownlow tracker, three votes on the weekend, was Cameron Guthrie. Oh. Gave him one vote. He is having a, a career best. Yep. Danger been out. last year. He had mid-30s again. Uh, fantastic player, Guthrie. Two, the same. Lions, how they gave him away for nothing, and I gave three votes to Dustin Martin, 28 disposals, four goals, yeah. and it was just one of those performances that, like, they don't win. They don't win the game without Dustin yeah, Martin no. doing what he did. The, like, it wasn't a massively high-scoring game, so to do what he did, 28 and kick four, was outstanding. Uh, all right, I gave, for the worst, I gave one to your colleague, <laughs> Kane Corn, seriously, Cornsy. Oh, I like him, but what's he, he done now? He's got to be in his bonnet about Victorian teams like Collingwood and Richmond at the MCG playing 14 or 15 games at the MCG. Yeah. What doesn't he understand about the fact that there are a lot of teams? What in I will say is Richmond carried on. They carry. This on is about not it. about that. It's okay. This but is, he's commenting on their, their carry on. Yeah, but he, he he's allowed to do that. He can't get it into his head that if you're a Victorian team and your home ground's the MCG and yep. there's other co-tenants, yep. you're going to play 14 or 15 games at the MCG. Yep. But you're also going to play a few, three or four at Marvel, yep. and the carry-on that went on with that. that yeah, that, I agree with you. Uh, yeah, that's what he's saying. 
but I, he's gone on about this a lot. Now, Richmond people don't want to go to the ground. Yeah, but that's not what I'm giving him a vote for, Nathan. You seem to be making it about something else. If Adelaide had eight or nine teams, Port Adelaide would play 14 or 15 games at the Adelaide Oval. Yeah. That's my point. Uh, two to the Gold Coast Suns. Strange point. Lost by, <laughs> lost by 73 points and kicked the last three goals of the game. Should have lost by 90. And Collingwood kicked one goal after quarter time. They got the three. I gave one vote to, and I love this bloke. He was the, uh, he's my one of probably my top ten favourite players in the competition. Yep. But Connor Rosie, I think he needs to lift. I think that when you look at Port, their midfield at the moment, they've got Boak and also Ollie Wines, who regularly yep. uh, impact the game. And the Bulldogs the other night just showed how deep they go. I think Connor Rosie should be a top ten player in the competition. He's not yet, but. I think he needs to lift and help out Boak and also uh, Ollie Wines. But that's not saying he's playing poorly. I just want him to be better. So one vote to Connor Rosie. Two votes to Brett Ratton. Uh, Rats. Rats. Wow. You didn't lose the game because the umpires didn't pay free kicks when you, you, you were tackling. Your tackling was out. You lost the game because you were zero goals nine. You made and, a fair point. Yep. But he, had 85 but he's still hiding the fact that his side should have won that game and it was a fundamental error because they don't know how to kick goals. And uh, do they train it? I'm not sure. I'm not down at that football club, so I don't know. Do they video their players? I'm not sure. I don't think they do. Thomas should get three votes for just It's It's this drink bottle. It's this drink bottle in your mouth, mate. School. Yeah, well, well, I went and did my MBA at the London Business School, and <laughs> no, I'm, the drink bottle they've no, given me is leaking. Your MBA. And three votes. Look like I'm lactating. To Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Oh, yeah, they're, they're horrible. London business. Where is that? <laughs> London. It's you actually in to, London. Yeah. I went, you didn't yes, go I did. to London. I did. I did my NBA there. Um, all right, match previews and hypotheticals to finish up. <coughs> Can you confirm you went to the London I business I did go to the London Business School. I went and did a management course there. No, yes, I did. You did not. I want why, you would I have a, why would I have a London business? I would have to be a massive flog to walk around with a London Business School drink bottle. You are a massive flog. <laughs> If I didn't I go, I want you to prove you went there. Next all right, week. I'll get you my enrolment papers next week. I want week. you to prove that you had um, where you went to school. You actually had all those things you said you had scholarships. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can do that. I'll bring it you all. You had in. a music scholarship, apparently. I well, I got given one when I picked up an oboe in Year Nine. Uh, match previews: Brisbane versus Richmond to kick off the round. Richmond three dollars. <laughs> Uh, sorry, Richmond and Brisbane. Uh, at the Gabba, I think the Lions are too good at the moment. and Rich, I don't think Richmond are getting anyone back, so I, I would think the Lions would win that one, mate. Yes, the Brisbane Lions will win. Nothing more? No. <laughs> Jesus. It's not giving much to oh, you, you really aren't. It's because he's sick. Uh, Doggies he's versus sick. St Kilda. I don't get sick. Well, you sound sick. This is, this is what This is this, the extraordinary nature of this man. Yeah. I've been a bit crook. The kids have been crook. Last week when I got in the lift, I said, I feel a bit crook, Nathan. And he said, I don't get sick. Well, you're sick now. You can I don't get sick. Voice. You, you can hear it in your voice. Sick, he reckons. Uh, Doggies versus St Kilda, uh, $1.28 for the Western Bulldogs. Can you take that $1.28? Uh, no, no. I think the dogs win. The dogs win comfortably, but it's too short to be betting on. It'd be irresponsible to be taking $1.28. So you probably need to look around, you know, above 15. So the dogs to win by more than 15, not sure what that gets you, but they should be doing that. Yeah, I think the dogs, their midfield is incredible. Last week, they throw Bailey Smith into the middle. He's been playing on the wing, I guess, early in his career, and he had eight clearances sort of after half time. So incredible depth. Norton is, you know, kicking multiple goals every week. And because they win so much of the ball, 
their defence doesn't get sort of um, left one on one very often. So let me have a look I at that the doggies. for Aaron Norton goal scorer markets to kick two or more goals. Aaron Norton is a dollar thirty three. Done it every everywhere. game this year, yeah. so that goes in your same game, Moldy's hump. Mm. Giants versus the Eagles to round out the round. Well, Toby Green's out, so how about that? He played on with a broken yeah. shoulder. Mm. He's a, he's an extraordinary player and leader, but with him out and they're a very young team at the moment. I just I think the Eagles. They're not flying too. though, West Coast, are they? Yeah, but Lockie Keith, does he come back? Not he, sure. Yeah, I, I just think. I think the Eagles win that one. I think it's a close one. I think it's a 50-50 game, this one. So I'm going to hold judgment, mm. and I think I might take the line, the plus line. In the in terms of total points? No, no, no. The, oh. uh, the, well, the, the Giants. Oh, the Giants, the plus line. All right, homotheticals to finish. Now, admittedly, this week, because I spent so long writing my dossier on fast food restaurants and players yeah, that I would any. beat, I have relied on Reddit, which I know Richo does I, not I just, like He's had seven days to think of three homotheticals. <laughs> anyway. I've got two from Reddit. No, there's one that I forgot to put on here. But, okay, what would happen, what would the world be like if humans evolved so much that we did not have any hair? What? So, well, like, we, the hair didn't exist. How different would the world be? Like, hairdressers wouldn't exist. Well, that's Hair one product point. wouldn't exist. That is. That's a, <laughs> I've, yeah. I've actually got nothing. We'd all look like aliens, I guess. Strange human being. I'm sorry, it's not going to get better either. All right. I've read it. Yep. One day, <laughs> one day you buy a bag of potatoes and you soon realise the bag is infinite. No matter how many potatoes you take out of the bag, there is always more potatoes. If there's any space in the potato sack, the potatoes will divide to fill the space. Trying to empty the bag reveals the bag to be bottomless. What would you do? With the endless potatoes? Yeah. Eat potatoes. No, would you try and, you know, drop it off at Africa or something and f- feed them? Well, if you've got an endless bag, you probably would do something like that, wouldn't take you? Take it everywhere you go. Would you try and turn potatoes into currency and then you're rich? I don't know. Well, you could sell them, couldn't you? Yeah. You could sell them. You could make a lot of Just money. Just keep making money keep selling making potatoes. Money. Yeah. yeah. And you feed the world. You could, you, give, the world. Uh, you could sell them to, where, where were the best chips? The Red Rooster in Broville. Oh, I would donate personally. I'd go and deliver a big bunch of potatoes down every day. Uh, last one, a music one. Still not great though. <laughs> what if Mozart was born in the 21st century and Michael Jackson was born in the 17th century? Would they still have gone on to become great musicians? Yes, they would because they would have been different. But Michael Jackson singing Man in the Mirror in the 17th century. But wouldn't that, they would have been staggered by the production value of it. <laughs> that wasn't your best lot, I don't think. That was ordinary. <laughs> that is as bad as it gets. I will do it. That was a bad, bad finish. <laughs> All right. Good luck on the punt this week. Richo's still trying to throw kombucha down everyone's throats. We'll be enjoying a revenue kombucha next week. I'll bring some in for you. Good luck on the punt this weekend, but most importantly, <laughs> gamble responsibly.